What's up, you guys? This is Sarah Grace. I am grateful for you all for tuning in with us each and every week and continuing to like and share and subscribe to this channel. We are embarking upon our last episode for this season. We have reached 20 episodes, which is bananas to me. Um, going from a space where I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a podcast and now doing it and having 20 episodes is amazing. And I am very, very appreciative of you guys um, as we are going on a break to start the new season in January of next year. Um, we will not be gone altogether. We will still be here. I'll be creating new content in other spaces. So please stay up to date by following um, Instagram and, and Facebook at My Father and Me Podcast. Um, once again, we appreciate you and I pray that you are truly being blessed. Hello and welcome. Thank you all for tuning in. This is my father and me. And once again, this is Sarah Grace, and I'm here with my father, Bishop Wesley Bell. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, let's just start off with a prayer. Let's start off with a prayer because this week is going to be a little different, but all the same. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for the, the privilege to live another day, to experience your glory here on earth, Father, to enjoy and marvel at your creation. Father, we thank you for the breath of life. We thank you for all that you are providing for us. We are very thankful. We ask that you be with us, be present, fill us with your presence right now, Father. Give us the knowledge of your truth, give us revelation of your word that will be brought forth today in our discussion. We ask that you touch the hearts and the minds of the listeners that are tuned in with us. We ask that you bless their very being, you bless their life in abundant, Father, where you want to do a great work even within them and help them to understand a relationship with you is really and truly all that they need to have in order to fulfill the very purpose and intent in which you have created them. Father, we love you and we praise you in Jesus name. Amen. So we are on uh, the 20th episode. So this is, well, I'm establishing it to be the last episode of the season. We have reached 20 and I am thankful for that um, because not too long ago, this was just a thought. So to have even pulled that off, I am um, very, very grateful. And we are going to take a little break <laughs> till January. Um, but despite that, I will not be invisible. I will not disappear on you guys. I actually will still be doing a lot. So um, stay tuned in for all the things that I actually have planned. Um, I'll let you guys know as that as that is being produced. But for now, um, as far as the the podcast with my father, we're gonna take a short break after this. But this week, um, I decided to 
kind of slow it down. Not that we're going too fast anyway. I feel like um, I feel like I always take these moments just to make sure that everyone who is tuned in um, is getting the meat, you know, getting what is needed out of each conversation. And so we're going to kind of do a little bit of a recap of the season. Yes, starting from lesson one. <laughs> well, I call it a lesson. Starting from episode one. Yeah, I guess we call it a lesson. <laughs> I, I I did also want to say um, happy belated Thanksgiving to those of you who have uh, had a wonderful Thanksgiving time. Uh, this is uh, what we celebrate in the United States. Our culture, even though it's very politically and it's it's like so mixed cultures, so many mixed cultures in this country. And and the funny thing I would love to see us do, I won't say funny thing, but a, a, a thing I would love to see the country do is to actually begin to educate the in our school systems, um, all the different cultures that Thanksgiving and all the different holidays and all the stuff that we celebrate here based on the independence and the culture of this country, how it began. Some of the things were not as beautiful and pretty as they say in the history. I think that was understandable that the different people that were the majority are probably that was more in charge of what they call the educating the people uh, may have had a lot of influence to do with it. But I think as we mature as a country and mature as a people of a country, we began to understand our objective was to bring the different cultures in, in of the world into one melting pot. And that's a not an easy task to do. And I'm hoping and I'm praying for them. And I hope that we understand to me, Thanksgiving is a time to thank God. And it's a lot to thank God for. We could come up with a lot of reasons why we don't like to take it as the holiday that some may say it as. But the key point I like about the whole thing is all about giving thanks. So we can mm -hmm. find something to give thanks for. I think um, the, if we study scriptures and we understand the, the teachings of God in every aspect of understanding God from every culture, that we will find that they all believe in giving God thanks. So right. I think we can agree on that and, and start from there and start trying to work out some of the kinks that we have in our relationship with the Father and ourselves. Uh, I think we, 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 I believe, really, beyond what I think, I believe that God's intent is to bring us together on one accord, in one mind, in one heart, to believe in one God, one Lord, one baptism, one Father with all, above all, through all, and in us all. And I think that's where we are ultimately headed in our journey as we began to explore. And I encourage you in all cultures to listen in on this. Listen in on this. It's not just for a quote unquote speaking to Christians is a quote unquote speaking to those who have an ear to hear 
what uh, the Spirit of always. God has to say to his people. Yeah. And the very first lesson that she was talking about, I think it speaks on the spirit of truth. And I was looking at the first episode and it was talking about the understanding God being in everything and all knowing and omniscient and speaking in his truth. So I encourage you to begin to recognize there is a truth, a spirit of truth that we can all come together on because uh, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And he speaks of his communicative method that is done by the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God or the children of, of God. So that in itself tells us that he is the very essence and the very nature of the relationship of truth. Hmm. The whole point about God is to rightly divide the very word of truth. Right. So we, we, we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. And you begin to understand that that's what we going back over some of the things we've talked about. And, and those things are, are not going to be dissipate or uh, disappear in your in your intellect or in your heart because the beautiful thing about the spirit of truth when it connects with your spirit, it bears witness to your spirit that it is the truth. That's right. the reason why people right. struggle so hard to fight against it. When you reveal it to them, they can't help but commend that it's real and it's true. That's why. The only thing that you'll find when usually when someone gets into a debate or argument about it is when they don't want to accept it. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. And it has nothing to do with that oh, it yes. is less true right. because they decide they want to argue <laughs> about what they want to hold to that ain't true. Right. It's all together about truth delivers you from system. what's false. Mm -hmm. And that's what it does. And, and that's what a lot of us have some false information that we were taught down through the years through even our ancestors and our loved ones. Mm. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about the bad, education. Bad that, doctrine. Yeah, the yeah. education that they put in Holding the schools, on to that. teaching stuff that ain't <laughs> altogether true, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of what God blessed me to be able to help my kids learn as they were going to school. I spent a lot of time as they would go to school and they would go out in the world every day and I'd come back home one of the things I made sure I did was come back home myself and sit down with my kids. They used to they want to do it, I think, sometimes. Sit down with me and discuss. I just, I'm thinking that. I don't know. My daughter might can tell you how she felt about it, but I always sat down and made sure they filtered through what they did during the day and some of the things that uh, I would do it in a, in a incognito type way. I may not have done it every moment because sometimes I'd be working so much, so much that I couldn't have the time just rest. But when I got an opportunity to sit around them and sit with them, I would make sure that they got down, got a chance to talk to me about what they were experiencing, knowledge that they were learning, things that they had began to take on as what they thought were true and what people had taught them that was true. 
so that I could help them sort through and determine what truly is the truth in that in it all. Because even I was struggling sometimes with truth, so I know they had to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have so so many different uh, truths out here, at least that are labeled <laughs> as truths. That that's that's actually that's what, what you God have to do, right? To divide the word. That's of truth. what you have to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, well, staying on this, anyways. But what you're saying, all of it is the very mission and purpose of uh, this podcast. It's not about trying to convince you that Christianity is the the way to go or the best. It is um, what we believe in and has been proven, <laughs> has been proven through our lives um, to hold truth through and withstand every single obstacle and struggle that I've had. So um, what we're really asking every day in in this world, in our communities, is how we should live, you know? And that comes through seeing things and through the eyes and the lens of God always putting him forefront. And sometimes we forget to do that because we take um, our beliefs and we hold them. This is how we become so religious. <laughs> this is why people don't like that word too, religion. Um, and I actually don't have an issue with it as long as you're practicing and implementing it in the scope of how God intended, then it's just your lifestyle. It's not really well, religious anymore. But I am not offended. Right. right. I'm not offended when people say religion <laughs> or be you being religious. I don't because I know the essence of it. Right. And I know that religious doesn't mean Muslim, Christian, Christian, Buddhism. It actually is just your way of life. Yeah. Right. And you show that daily as you live you, in it. You, you have an atheistic religion. Yeah. Like you can be that every <laughs> religious. But um, but that's just me. Cause I, I know how you know how it's debatable. We can put that on the table. Well, that's that's, that's that's a good but, example of truth though. For instance, the rightly dividing the word of truth, what religion is by definition. Right. By definition, it is a way of life, and so truth. Yeah. See, that in itself is is what we're talking about when we speak of truth, rightly dividing it, the word of truth. Whatever word you use, get the truth of that word where we all can understand it together. That's where the truth lies. Mm-hmm. That's when it becomes the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Well, let's break this out. I'm actually reading the definition because this is what I love to do. Religion, the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power especially a personal god or gods a particular system of faith and worship a pursuit or interest of to which someone ascribes supreme importance now um those points underneath uh the, the definition of religion because i did say that okay that's your just your way of life this is obviously pointed towards, oh, you believe in something that is all an all-controlling power. It doesn't matter what you make your God, okay? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is what I mean by um, it's not a selective group. Because I say even, even in 
um, your atheistic point of Atheist. view. You have created something Atheist. to be your point of power and knowledge, and and it controls your everyday living because right. you believe in that, and therefore you have made that your god. So that's what I mean by well, atheists tell them about the truth. Atheists talk about what they believe mm -hmm. in is true. Yeah. So that's why we why we are really saying but what you, they understand. You ascribe to that particular mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. of coming to truth mm -hmm. as your supreme importance of mm -hmm. knowledge, where you take all of that and you apply totally it agree. to your life. Well, at least that. that's the way I see it. I, I mean, I hope that the listeners understand that we are not trying to step on anybody's toes about what they uh, believe or disbelieve. Is we we are saying that to me, your religion and and what is obvious is mm -hmm. the way you actually live your life. I mean, yes. you got a mixture of all kind of behavior. It's mostly from your culture and what yeah. you know to be true. And you can only live that anyway. <laughs> That's all you really ever live. You only live what <laughs> you know. Most people mix religious anyways. Yeah, they do. They do more <laughs> of it than they realize. Right. They mm -hmm. pick and choose what they want and they live by whatever. So mm -hmm. that's that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. But the question of it is, how should we truly live? And that's where the spirit comes in and corrects the spirit in which we walk. Mm -hmm. Because what God does when you start viewing things in his lens and his vantage point, that means you're looking now at the very purpose and intent of your creation. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you start to look at it and you um, go deeper into the word that is given through the gospel of Jesus Christ, it starts to to prick you because it's it's the proving part. Mm -hmm. That is, you start to feel the very intent for which you was created. And that's when you know that it's true. Because yeah, it it's speaking back to the Holy Spirit and like, yes, I know now. And that way you become into the knowledge of knowing it who you are and the creator hey and that's the truth you, you, you're not gonna and, and one of the things i always tell people when they start trying to challenge my belief instead of working on what theirs is and that's what i tell them that's the that's the very nature i don't come in that atmosphere trying to transform them to be like me no. what i do is i'm i'm in the atmosphere because i'm in the atmosphere but guess what they're in mine <laughs> so it behooves you to respect my atmosphere. Yeah. And my atmosphere is I believe this way that I believe. Whatever you find out as you intersect in my atmosphere. Right. Whatever you get the chance to to grasp and comprehend, that's who I am. You have to respect that because I don't go into your atmosphere disrespecting you. Right. So I don't want that from you. So we we show a certain amount of respect and consideration for the truth of the fact that we both have the right to establish mm -hmm. and live the way we project and desire to come in, into our atmosphere, right. you know? <laughs> so what am I saying? Into my zone, whatever you call it. You know, I mean, it's, sim is, it's simple what you're saying. <laughs> My existence proves that I have validity to be here. So it's not that 
uh, you're the only one right and everybody's wrong. You're going to have to be accepting of the simple fact that there are others that we coexist with mm-hmm. and that they have something that you also need. <laughs> yeah, so- We have to respect that. We can't just see only our point of view as the only right one in the room when we got 10,000 other people in the same room and they don't agree or believe in exactly what you believe in. It's not well, even that. Most we, of them That's disagree. how we got into episode two where we started talking about good mm-hmm. and God being good. Yeah. You know, and that's what we were talking about. We talked about the good that God is and God is good. You know, so here we are trying to understand good the way we understand it as ourselves, Mm -hmm. in ourselves. Remember when I'm speaking of how individually we have our own truths, because we only know that to be true because we either have lived it or we've believed in someone that gave us that part of that truth that we do hold Mm -hmm. to and we live and buy. So we, we walk in that lifestyle and we're trying to do everything we're doing for the good of our atmosphere and ourselves that means we don't want to interrupt or intercept and create an unnecessary havoc inside our own atmosphere yeah nor do we want to create it inside our own individual selves right so that's all in our atmosphere so we do it all together for the good of all right that's in the whole picture of what is in our personal world Everybody has their own personal world that they truly live in. And I don't care what they say. That's the ultimate picture of of, of who they are and what they do. And in a sense, that's where they are like, I believe they are like God. But they have to learn that. They have to learn that that's the way they picturing what they call in God. Right. Because they don't want to give it the title God. But give it the title truth, give it the title life, whatever you give it, God is okay with that. That's why he told Moses when he asked him, who should I tell to the, to, 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 to Pharaoh who sent me? He said, I am sent you. He, I, I am that. I am whatever I need to be. I am whatever I choose to be. I am everything. That's what we were talking about in the first part of the truth of God. The truth of God is he's all things and all knowing, all three, all seeing. He's everything he needs to be at any point in time he needs to be it so that you might know and understand the good right. that, is that God is. Right. Yep. And the good that God is, is that all life continues to exist as it is, as he is, as he ordained right. it to be, which is in him, through him, and by him, and for him. Right. That's the ultimate. Right. That's why he's good. It is It is ultimately for his good, <laughs> and we're all inclusive in that good. His atmosphere, but the like way, we were talking right. about, your atmosphere, that individual right. look. The way that I like to look at it, too, in the simplest way, <laughs> is how good can good be if it's only good for me? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like, and that's what God's good is all about. It's, right. It's greater than just, just good for you. It's always going to be greater than just good for you. Mm-hmm. Even God's good is greater than the good for just himself. He He has created all of us in himself, even though when it's good for himself, it's good for all. Because he's in all through all and above all. You know, we yeah. are not like that. Only through God can we be that. Right. You know, and that's what we 
intersect and, and connect with one another. And we realize then how we affect the whole picture if we don't behave well. So ultimately we gotta be always ultimately trying to do the best thing for the big picture mm -hmm. of, of all that's around us. Yeah. You know, the beautiful thing I like about uh, the USA is because they're really trying to do it. They are, they are botching it up real good, but they still <laughs> trying. They're trying to make that work where all of the different cultures, all of the different religions, all the different everything can work together as one. And that's ultimately what God is talking about when, it, when I believe he has implemented us into understanding Jesus and his plot and his, his, and we call it Christians. We call it from a Jewish faith. It really, is not it's yeah it is all important but <laughs> it 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 is like knowledge right. and truth once you dove into the details and get the clearer understanding of it, it's like we didn't know we could make a wheel until we made a wheel we didn't know mm -hmm. we could make fire until we That's made it. fire you know what i mean come on we you don't know till you know till you know <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the spirit of truth leads and guides right. you into all truth. Clears our vision to see. see. So that's yeah. what atheists be debating about, that they falling after truth. And that is God, the very nature and the spirit of truth. Right, right. That's, that's it, the that's results. What it, that's what he said when he said, they right. worship me, well, worship me in spirit right. and in truth. You're seeing the results of who he is, mm -hmm. which is the truth. And how do you worship a thing? You worship the thing by living by mm, it. That's it. That is all it is. <laughs> it's not about just sitting and having a ritualistic prayer and vigil. It's more of a of how you actually literally not only do that prayer or right. vigil or that communicating of it, <clears throat> but you actually begin to implement right. it. It's the action. It's the mm, that's worship. That's true of your worship. body. Going into and that's your everyday life, and that's how it changes you, mm -hmm. transforms you into being something you wasn't originally set up to be. Yep. You weren't originally set up to be that in the sense of you start out as a baby, you're not already grown. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you wasn't intended to grow into this, but I'm talking about you wasn't starting out at that place, you know. Um, but when you look at your molecular structure of the baby, every entity that began was a picture of life. Each individual cell, each individual mm. atom had its own individual life. It did, yeah. And that's how you gotta see you as an individual person, sons of God inside of God, individually growing up into him in all things. That's what you're talking about. Well, I, you know, I, I try to deal with it in every way that the different minds are out here to understand it. Um, I'm not as educated as some, but I'm not as uneducated as some. So we all have a certain place of ignorance, but I don't want to stay there. So every day I get up and I learn. And I learn more Absolutely. and more and more about God. To me, that's what I'm doing. I'm learning more and more about all that's around me. And what is all around me? God. What is all through me? God. What is all about me? God. 
So that's what I'm doing. I'm getting up doing that. And mm-hmm. once we discovered that he is good, we, we began to uh, know that he is good and and that is God, as you said. And then we got into God talking about that he is love. Because to me- Well, we experience the love when we get to witness all the good that mm-hmm. he is doing within not yeah. just our lives, but around us. Yeah. So we feel loved. Yeah. And therefore we know that he is love. Exactly. And that's what took us to that one. Because uh-huh. we knew that something has to hold together all of that. Yeah. It's the glue. Mm-hmm. We we know that we see all this individual stuff going on, but something makes it a in a a entity of itself, the wholeness of it all, and right. love is the key that right. brings it all together and keeps it all functioning in the proper sequences that it properly functions in. Right. Which I think it's just happenstance. Right, we're not just here by happenstance, and the things that are occurring to us is not just. Yes, it's a, it's actually affected by our behavior as well. So we have that reasoning, but the things that we can't explain that are outside of us and our own doing, but it still works out for us. That's where we get to see it's not just me out here. But this is the tough subject that 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 tends to put man in baff into a baffling state. I went back a little bit. I apologize and uh, jumping in here. I'm going to go back a little bit and go back to talking about the good of God. Because mm-hmm. when we talk about good, most mankind is talking about what his idea of good is. His idea of good is not the minute thought of what God possesses and, and calls good. Because God, according to scripture, works all things together for the good. Mm-hmm. of them that love him and are called according to his purpose. That's how we really got into love. See, we were talking about love and, and, and it's important that we realize that uh, wherever good is, evil is always present. That's right. So what our problem was, if we studied back in the scriptures, what they talk about in the scriptures that Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God told them not to do so. That was the only thing he asked them not to do. They could be, eat anything else. It was in a controlled environment. They could eat anything else in the garden. They could do anything else in the garden. But just leave the tree of knowledge of good and evil alone. And, 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 and there's a reason for it. Because that's why we keep having this debate and this argument as people of God. And as people in general. Because we, we so what all the debate over what person is doing evil and what a person is doing doing good right right. we debate over it like it's a a, it's the real war we have and rather than the fact that what we think is good and what we think is evil Mm -hmm. can be all put together and work together for good good. right and we but that's where we fight about it that's where we get the second part because Mm. it's for the good of them who love him those are for the good of people who know him and recognize him to be God, but it's also for those according to his purpose, yeah. which is everybody. There we go. That means that's the second part of that. Yeah. Good and evil is working together. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. that's where we get that's that. That's where we're struggling so hard. And then about. we struggle to even see that mm. the evil at times is for our good. Mm. I know that's, that's a hard tough to swallow. One. That's a hard one. And but it, we we struggle with it because we we trying to be God, 
mm-hmm. rather than just trying to be who we are. Because see, if we could just be in the simple place of what position we hold, just mm-hmm. imagine if any any atom or any cell trying to be the whole cell of all cells. Trying to take over. Yeah, I mean, every time, every one of them just steady trying to take over. And that's what we do. That's the mm-hmm. crazy stuff that we we got this attitude when we come in each other's atmosphere, like you demanding that I give you your rights. That's why I see in the government and I see in our government and we are about my rights and your rights and your rights and my rights. I mean, who took them? Who took your rights? The yeah. fact that you fighting for a right means that you have let someone have your rights or you feel like someone has taken your rights. Um, if you say that, then you've already committed yourself to believing that it has happened. But if you don't believe no one has the authority to do so, mm-hmm. but yourself didn't give it, unless you give your rights away, nobody can take it, then you can see the difference. I don't know if that is clear. I, I love my mentor, Dr. Miles Monroe. He actually gives a, a, a better uh, uh, a detailed em- demonstration of it, but I tell you, it is some powerful way to understand that if you give your rights away, mm-hmm. that's when it's gone. It, Ain't nobody never took gone. it. Yeah. You, 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 they can't. You can only give it away. Right. You can take a stand wherever you are and be who you are at any time. You don't have to give away that right, period. Now, the problem what most of us do is we begin to evaluate to see if that right that we're trying to hold on to is more important to the goal than the goal we're trying to get to. That's when we start adjusting and tweaking what we call our rights Mm -hmm. and realize that in order for us to get what we want, we got to give a little to get a little and to adjust a little to gain a little. So Mm -hmm. then what? Did you really give, did anybody take your right or did you give it? You see it? So that's what generally happens and how much you keep giving in. Cause I remember my lifetime of, of always being the one that say, Hey, I'm going to be the better person and I'm going to, I won't make it work out and keep the peace because blessed is the peacemaker because they'll right. be called right. the children of God. Amen. Right. So I'm going to try to be peaceful and so I'll right. give in and, and be quick to agree with my adversary and just let it go. Yeah. And sometimes don't, that's great, but after a while, it, right. it wears it. It wears thin mm-hmm. with your standing for who you are. And you will find yourself people trying to get you to compromise with the very nature of who you really are. Right. And you got to stop somewhere. That's where we yeah, get into these rights. And our mm-hmm. rights are really not being opposed. We just allow you to have your way in a matter longer than we demanded ours. So that's where we need to learn how to communicate better. That's what God means when he says, man ought to always pray and not faint. We should always communicate with mm-hmm. one another long enough to where we don't infringe upon each other's rights or friend infringe upon each other's goals or intent. Because that's what the word of God does, right? right. The word of God (laughs) is coming out of your mouth, but it's also in you. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It's able to pierce the sun of the soul and the spirit, the bone and the marrow. And it is the discerner of the thoughts and the tenor, not only your heart, but the heart of the person you're communicating with. That's 
where you learn the power of words, mm -hmm. the power of God, which is in the power of the tongue, right. where your words are spoken. And they're, if they're spoken properly and spoken well, then you will get the thought and intent of the heart of the person you're right. speaking to. Right. And they'll get it back from you. And you commune with one another and come to some true good places in, in, the, right. in, in decisions of where you're going with each other. Whatever. And doing that, doing that, um, I just saw something because I always get pictures when I um, hear people speak or however. So I just saw a picture of that is how we unfold and unearth this knowledge of truth. Ultimately, that is what is good. Truth is good. And every time we take the time to find out what is true in within each other and within our situation, that is the good that is being exposed. So even if we had once believed that what that person was doing was evil because it didn't look good to us, there we find go. out that I'm it was about. good was for them. Yeah. Right. We find out that it was good for them, but it was also something that they felt should be good for us. Mm -hmm. And we understand now how to cultivate a relationship where we work together so that we can find out the good that we both hold yeah. and work together to try to accomplish that. Mm -hmm. That's the family part that we have been talking about. I don't want to skip to the future, but yeah, that's <laughs> so the that, lesson so that, that we left evil, off at. So that the evil does not take power, right? the good. Because mm -hmm. that's the one thing that mm -hmm. um, keeps evil prevalent in our lives. The fact that we allow it to have um, some dominion over the way that we speak, act, and, and believe. Well, because we fail to do this with one another. Mm -hmm. We fail to pray with one another. And we just write ourselves off as, well, that ain't good over there. That don't look like God. But it's like, but we know that that God is present even in evil. So let's find out where mm. God is yeah, and try for, for to understand they don't like to hear why that. this evil is occurring. And I need to that. speak to this person they don't want to hear. right? that is practicing what is not, what we see is not of God, but they are doing it. Are we willing to, to take the time? I'm saying that God is evil. No, I'm not what saying I that. What I am saying and what we are talking about is that evil has no power to exist no power. apart from God. Exactly. No, nothing has power to exist. But it only exists when you allow it but, in your life to have the meaning, like you said. It's not terminology. It's, it's in the terminology mm -hmm. and the interpretation of, of what evil is at that point. See, yes. See, yes. see, this is that's why I was trying to go back to James because James really talked about that particular thing here. He said it. I just read through James uh James three. It was like yes. a, it was a bomb that hit yeah. me in the head when I when you were talking, <laughs> and he says, and even so, the tongue is a, a little um, verse five, chapter three. And even though mm -hmm. the tongue is a little member and boasts mm -hmm. great things, behold how great a matter a little fire kindled, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell. Mm. Mm. For every kind of beast and of, of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea and in, is tamed and 
hath been tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, mm. full of deadly poison. That's a dangerous thing. See, that's why I said that you got to see it from what, you remember how I keep talking all the time about God gives us his word. He is the word and we misuse him. Mm -hmm. And that's when we defile it. We misuse his words yeah. and, yeah. and begin to become like deadly poison. Therewith we bless, we bless God. Therewith bless we God, even the father. And therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. And that's verse nine, chapter, chapter three, three. Okay. Of, of James. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessings and curses. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. That's why you hear me talking so much about we really need to master our tongue. If nothing else, learn to shut it up and be slow to speak, <laughs> quick to listen. That way you don't say the wrong thing too fast because mm -hmm. it's easy to do. Yeah. Out of the mouth, the same mouth proceeded blessings and curses. My brethren, these things ought not so to be, verse 10. He said, verse 11 said, do the fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, even a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. So you got to make sure that you dig deep within yourself and into your truths for the good to come out. Because this is where we get into next, what I was talking about, what popped in my mind. Verse 13, he says, who is a wise man and do with knowledge among you? If you got this wisdom, you claim and think you are. And a lot of atheists think they're the wisest people in the world because they deal with truth. And they, you know, I just don't believe but some of them know they got a lot of ignorance too, but they they believe that they ain't going to move or budge until you give them some solid truth to move from. So at least it's a good stand. They done took a good stand, a stand to do the right thing, the good thing. Right. And they think it's terrible. I think it's a great thing. So I don't have a problem with it. You're the best kind. If when you finally believe God, you're going to be hard to turn around because mm -hmm. you was that hard to get into it. So he says, let him show out of a good conversation his mm -hmm. works and uh, with meekness of wisdom. That means slowly coming out your mouth, slow to speak, quick to listen. He says, but if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. Whenever you got a bitterness coming up in your spirit. Yes. Against what someone is saying to you. Yes. And you become envious of, of, of them speaking as though they seem arrogant to you and you striving against that. This is what he says. Don't lie against the truth that that's what's happening in you. The moment you get offended, the moment you get hurt, the moment you get into this area of you angry, you know what's going to come out if you don't watch yourself is that anger. So be careful. He says, so don't lie against the truth. He says, this wisdom descended not from above, but it's earthly, sensual, and devilish. That means if you don't let it offend you, then it ain't come from God. Mm -hmm. Because God don't let evil exist 
to offend you. He lets evil exist to correct, correct. you. Correct. Yes, that's what it is. That there is an area that you need to re-examine because with a, who you are talking right. with. There's a knowledge that comes from good and evil. Yes. That is what it established to be. It wasn't just one-sided. There is a knowledge to be had from good and evil. That's the fruit. Because this is how you know evil is there. This is why you know it's evil there because mm -hmm. he says, for where envying and strife mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. there is confusion, confusion and every, every evil, evil word. word. That moment That's you start it. feeling strive to strife, the mm -hmm. more talker and envious, right. you, know, you got to... Uh, you feeling like you want to come at somebody by what they just said, then you know confusion is there right. and every evil word is present. That means you are either confused or right. they confused if they offended you. That's the matter. Something not happened. What religion you practice? That's the same. Well, that's, that's the he's truth saying it's all earthly, around. He's saying truth. it's earthly, central, and devilish. Yes. He's telling you that it's, it's, <laughs> it's at that point, it's out of the spirit. That's out. It's yes. in the flesh. Mm-hmm. He says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure. It deals strictly with the truth. Yes. It is peaceable. Yes. Meaning you ain't finna try to start no fight with nobody over what you finna say. That's it. You're gently trying mm -hmm. to deal with the matter articulately. Mm -hmm. And when that person gets offended because you came back and said something that you back up and so you come back again, you reassess. Wait a minute, I'm not trying to. You want to set the groundwork always right. that you don't want to be discussing this based upon how it made you feel. You want to discuss upon how come it made you feel that way. Right. You know, and you want to be heard. You don't want that person to take an offense that he meant to offend you because you realize the tongue is a what? A uh, wealth of iniquity. <laughs> it's, a it's, it's a wealth of iniquity. According <laughs> yes. to scripture, it is something unruly and evil, mm -hmm. hard to tame, full of poison, deadly poison. So we have to realize that we don't got too fleshly when it tongues what have come out your mouth is coming out like that. So we have to be careful. He says, and easy. He says, he says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure. To me, that's first purely truth, nothing but the truth. So help you, God. You ain't fooling nothing else. Then you peaceably try to bring it across as gently as possible. Easy to be entreated if it's possible, because that's what you're doing. You're trying to make sure it's easy to be entreated. Your mind and your heart needs to go right to this type of mindset. This is what I'm saying to you. You, you, you this wisdom that comes from above has to put you in this mindset. And it be full of mercy and good fruits. Mm. See, full of mercy and good fruits. That means you're not holding against him. Mercy meaning you ain't holding against him what he did to make you angry or she did to make you angry. You're trying to deal with the good fruits of what may come from this. Because why am I angry, first of all? That's the question. Words should not right. hurt me. Right. So, why are the words hurting me? So it's something in me right. that I need to clean Address. up. That's what it is. That make that keep the words from hurting right. me. But I can only tell you 
after you understand I'm hurt and we can sort it out together. You got to accept the fact that evidently you didn't speak gently and pure and easy being treated. <laughs> that's what it just taught you. <laughs> see, that's both of us is in that area. That's where I'm coming from. Right. So we have to see it that we've taken a step into both of us running into a place where well, we are we causing com confusion and conflict mm -hmm. with one another. So it's without partiality. That means you can't be partial to what it fits just for you mm -hmm. right. and not what it fits for me. Can't be biased. Yeah. That's what without partiality. Be, has to be all Otherwise, he says, and he says, and without hypocrisy, because if you're that way, then you're, you're a very hypocrite. hypocritical. <laughs> right. Because you only care about right. you know, how it you, caters to everything yeah, that you, you are. Yeah, yeah. You so you just, you know, how it makes it pleasing to you. Yeah, you have to go because myself. Yeah, yeah. That's all <laughs> yeah. you care about. He says, and he says, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace, which is the fruit of righteousness. The fruit of that righteousness is, is, is the fruit of the truth yeah. of what is right and has right standards, not only with you, me, but with the whole world. Will will fit with every right standing. See, mm -hmm. that's that's what I was led to bring out while we was talking that. I was saying that causes you to sin when, mm -hmm. um, um, but that's a good, that's a good word. Um, mm -hmm. I actually was just recently in James this week. That's why I said that. Mm -hmm. But what I saw from the whole, uh, being hypocritical and what I just made the statement of keeping my peace. Once you establish that that's your goal, mm -hmm. it, that causes you to sin. Now you're going to do whatever it takes to keep your own peace. And now you're falling short of seeing about that you are peaceable, period, in this world in relation to all things that you come in contact with. Oh, I'm just, well, it's just me over here. I'm going to have my positive among vibes. All men, right. not just peaceable with yourself, peaceable <laughs> among all men. Right, all men. Because if you do it with yourself, then you'll find right. yourself to be more and more ostracized on your own, sitting off in a right. corner by yourself and not being able to work with others, mm -hmm. not dealing with others, and you will be right. what you, you call- You an island. Yeah, right? yeah. That's, the, not, that's not true peace. <laughs> perpetrating fraud. Again. Yeah, that's you still know. not even true peace. It's only great as long as you stay out around it's people only, and how you gonna it, do it. That's the only way it's gonna work. And how even then- it, Even if you want something out of life yourself. Even I mean, then- How do you do that? If you try to find true peace, just sitting alone within yourself, you're gonna be missing certain things that you're supposed to have that causes the peace of God to enter into your life. Mm. Well, the first key was from the things and the lessons that alone, you should. Right? It, that's what he said. <laughs> God is not alive. <laughs> it's not good for you to be alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> you be in your own madness. You won't be able to experience the true peace that comes from God. You just experience a, a peace that you cultivated for yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm positive over here. Y'all leave me alone. No. And then they want to know what why God is like. If you're so positive, if you're so at peace, you should be able to walk in any situation and all of it get comes to peace with you. That's true. That's peace. what we it gotta about. level up to your understanding the of peace. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the goal that uh, we really want to walk in. We do we can we, where we can be at peace anywhere. Anywhere. You know, yeah, do I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I'll feel no evil. Uh setting the table before in the presence of my enemies. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, in the presence, right? And you're not away from. Over. 
and your mm-hmm. cup be running over. Mm-hmm. Huh? And you don't have no respect for person, you willing to do for all as you do for yourself. You know, that's the love we are talking about that God gives us in in his love and in the episode three. Uh we Ooh. we we got a lot of episodes, Saints. Uh, we really do. And people, I didn't. People, I didn't really feel like I, we was going to Saints because do I, all I, of them. I'm, 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 I'm making. Charging. I'm making the belief and 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 the the faith I walk in is God saved the world. That's you know through Christ. Nobody exempt. Nobody right. exempt now because you ain't grabbed hold of your salvation yet. It's not my fault. The whole thing. I can't even hardly see you out of salvation because your works and what got you there. Not even the fact that you you did it because God through Christ did it for you. <laughs> for you ever had a clue. So <laughs> I just hope you can grab hold to the clue. Cause I'll give you a few of them while I'm talking. <laughs> That's it. So I call you saints. So don't feel like I'm I'm excluding you, you you're agnostics and you 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 atheists and and you, you, whoever and whatever else you call in whatever religion you're in, I'm, I'm not excluding you. I'm talking to whoever's listening, you know. Whoever has an ear to hear. <laughs> but I'm calling you saints because, in order to receive and to clearly, clearly grasp and comprehend what I'm sharing, you have to become a saint. You're gonna have to become one. I'm serious. It is really no way, no possible way to really understand the words that are coming out of my mouth and you stay in the same place. You cannot mm-hmm. do it. Not if you get it. Who that have ears to hear, let them hear what the Lord has, the spirit has to say to the church, which meaning mm-hmm. not just the church that's already has formed itself, but the Mm-mm. church to be. The church, right, exactly. See, and that's so it. many times those who are in the church say, well, I, God ain't talking to the ones who ain't saying, you know, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. God ain't got that no will be done. respect of person. That will be Did I not just that read mind. that? No exactly. partiality. <laughs> we that forget, he ain't hypocritical. We forget it's his will being done. <laughs> and it's his will that's going to get done. I've been accused that, so. that I don't speak enough. Because see, I know evangelists, they, they really go out and they talk and they preach to the to the church and they preach and they 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 let them rip, let it rip. And I ain't mad at them. Do what God gave you. I'm one. Is that <laughs> <laughs> but there's some that understand that certain are real. things, different right. levels of understanding. Different That's all I'm talking this. about. Yes, it is. We we're talking about the different levels of understanding. We we debate over stuff that is irrelevant to debate over. That's where I'm coming from when I was talking about, and it's mostly from the because we done ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We done ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In other words, we done ate the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. And we still arguing about what is good and evil rather than what trying to do what is good. That's simple. It's not rocket science. It's not a debate of what is evil and good. It's about what is the good way to apply your standard of living. Let's put it to work. Right. That's, that's the supreme. Not, or or should I say godly way? Yeah, that's it. Godly way. Godly. Which is <laughs> supreme good, which yeah. to me is the good that God is. Amen. And God is love. And if you use that terminology, that's when you can learn how 
to truly apply because love does what? First Corinthians 13. Love is what? Read those uh, characteristics of love because that's what we were dealing with. We had four episodes about love. Five, well, mm-hmm. we had five episodes of love. So it's okay. We went into Yeah, we, we tried to get Please into go this. back. Yeah, and yeah. I'm listen. encouraging you all. If you haven't listened, listen, you yes. know. Go back and listen. And we encourage that. That's really what this is for, just to give the recap. The of, recap, but the the meat is there, the details. We go into a lot more um of the very essence and the being love. Uh, and it so. helps you prepare yourself for the coming year. Uh, when we, we decide that whatever God is going to do next, you know, to have questions for grace. Uh, I'll be in and out, I'm sure, but God will do his thing, you know. He don't need my help to get this clear. It's mm. just that he uses it. He doesn't need our help, but he uses us. I mean, you know, <laughs> He, he ain't created nothing to not use. Nothing. So whether you get used to be for evil or used for good, that's your choice. Right. Oops, did I say that? You can be a tool <laughs> or a vessel. And that's uh, I was either way. You know me to be both of them tools, but I get you that. Oh, a vessel. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. No. That's no. beautiful. That's beautifully said. I, I would have. <laughs> A bit abusive, see, that's what I'm saying about <laughs> You're both tools, really. <laughs> <laughs> one is without knowledge of being a tool, and the other one is with knowledge that we are accepting that we be used by God. But either way, all his, all yeah. things work together for his will getting done. Amen. 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 That's, that's what we are. Um, First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 is where we spoke on love. Yeah. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. That's the New Living Translation. That's a good one. That's a good one, though. That was good enough. I mean, you know, <laughs> y'all can read it in any translation you like. Yes. I'm telling you, it is powerful in any translation because it is not selfish. It's right. just that simple. It's not self-self or selfish. And, mm-hmm. and so many times we got love. That's what we got. Our selfishness and our self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. And it's just not like that. That's right. not true love. Right. I think we discussed uh, the differences in the in the versions. That's why I um I make sure that I'm saying the versions because mm-hmm. in the King James is why I like the King James version on this. Yeah, text. I read the King James version on the and it's uh, the it's the charity part that we're looking at because mm-hmm. it gives more of a depth of meaning of what love does. Because charity, you don't look for something. You don't expect back. anything. Right, you're doing. That's why they use wholeheartedly, unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the King James version and Elizabethan English, they say charity because it's agape. Yes, it's the Greek word, yeah, agape, uh, which is unconditional. 
you're not looking for something back. You give it out more than you are trying to receive in. Right. You're not easily provoked in no kind of way, you know. You don't even think no evil. You know, that's the thing. See, you know evil exists, but you don't have to think it. If you're not thinking it, then you're not going to receive every time somebody offend you that they mean you wrong. I was just going over that with a friend yesterday about how my behavior can be um, misunderstood because other people may use that same behavior to manipulate and do evil. Mm -hmm. And I was expressing how I just cannot stand that because I forever in a day have to unpack all the things that I do um, and explain to people how I think because I go in there. It's not naive or innocent. It's just I'm not looking for anything. I'm not looking for anything self-serving when I go into anything. I just don't. I already know what I bring. Mm And prayerfully, someone is in need of that. So I do see where I serve purpose in a room, you know, and I acknowledge that. And therefore, I'm always walking within that in mind, Mm -hmm. but I'm never looking at it as, oh, I'm going to make myself known. Oh, I'm going to do this so that this person can gain my attention for whatever. No, it's just simply knowing who I am and knowing that whoever is going to come in contact with me is there. Um with the intentions of God has placed them in my life because of something that I hold. Mm. So my behavior is always in the good that God is. And just to have, just to imagine that other people who have a thought of um, something evil or malicious or always self-serving really, (laughs) really irritates me because I literally, I act in that same manner of just acting out what I do but Mm. I'm always running into at least one person who accuse me of doing something for another reason or they'll go ahead and say it and then I have to explain to them I'm like no and I always look at that as man somebody really hurt this person with the same behavior that I have and by the way this is just little stuff just it's not even like I, I don't know. I can't even describe certain things. It's just, I just feel like well, when you said that, it, it got into my mind of there are really those who are always on the fence. And so it's not that they are evil and think evil. It's just that the fact of knowing that evil exists, they're trying to avoid evil instead of just doing good. And that's the difference in my mindset. I'm not trying to avoid evil. I know I'm going to run into it. I don't, I don't have, I can't fear it is the the issue that I'm presented with. I can't fear it and I have to continue to go forth and do the good that I'm going to do. That's the mindfield. Me me and your Uncle Jock, we we talk about the the most minefields. Those are minefields that's in in your day-to-day walk, you know, uh, stepping on bombs of evil. That's going to be, that's going to be out there. You know, I don't have to step on them, but recognize their dad and step around them, you know, walk around them and navigate my way through them, you know. Uh, they're really ugly head. Right. You don't have to force it to happen. Thank you. That's why my mind is not there. I don't want to attract evil and on top of that, it's going to happen anyway. Like, mm. that's just, I feel like that'll be <laughs> ensuring but, that. But the beautiful thing that I've learned, it. the beautiful thing that I've learned in the, in the navigation around the evil 
areas is that it navigates me into the good that I'm intended to get from it. I'm getting good from what they may intend for me to get evil from, you know. I'm definitely They intend the evil, yeah. but it works together for my good. No, so I'm, I'm just definitely like, in, yes. <laughs> why should I care? I mean, I care, but I don't worry. Right, know, that I'm not part. stressing over it because God literally works it together for my good, and I'm looking for the good result from all of it, you know. Uh, I realized that that place of that evil place that we have to meet each other at in both of our lives. See, it it doesn't mean it's the person. Mm-mm. It's the evil that's present exactly. in the atmosphere of where we are navigating through. Trying to take over. Uh, well, is it really trying to take over or is it just there to keep it balanced? See, that's what I keep well, talking about. about I, the, I can see what you're saying. But as soon as you <laughs> succumb to it though, you've allowed it to not have its balance and it have dominion over your situation. That's what I mean. No, evil is like, that's this is actually something I said to my friend. Stop giving the devil so much credit because he is not working hard. He's not. <laughs> he's not out here trying at all. I think we give him so much and all of it is really us relinquishing the right to stand on the good that we have. There we go. <laughs> Like, That's why I said, you know, it's all in us. Because he going to be there. He's yeah. going to be there snickling and whatever he do and not doing not a darn thing. And it's just us messing up. It's us messing up most. Right. right. He fits the category he of what up. goes with that. And nothing, <laughs> nothing comes from that. But Because we're uh, so worried about what he will so many do. terminologies that fit that. Negativity. Uh, 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 actual literally bad things, evil, wrong, you know. You got a lot of terminologies you can use for that. And ultimately, those terminologies only work if you allow them to work. Yes. But they are there to keep you grounded to know that you can veer too far to the right or left. You want a straight path. You want to stay on the straight and narrow. You know what I'm saying? That's all I see it to be. Because to me, it's no different than the positive and negativeness of it and taking it and using it to create current and energy and doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a child of God, so I can master that. While others are trying to fight about what it is, I'm just mastering it and going on realizing that it's trying to d- dissolve and distort and destroy our relationship yeah which should ultimately end in love i shouldn't stop loving you because of some negativity that you have in you that doesn't cause you to walk the path with me the way i would want you to walk the path with me but that negativity evidently works for you to keep you balanced to where the path you have to walk that doesn't go with me. So I have to respect it because I don't run the big picture. 
I don't know if that makes any sense at all. I don't run that big picture. I have to know that God ultimately runs the big picture. Yeah. And if we can come together, then we can stay on the path together. But there are certain times that we can go down the path together, and there are certain times we got to take detours apart from one another because mm. we have different things to learn. Right. We have different jobs to do. Right. It's all about purpose. That's it. And who am I to be debating over to you about your purpose and your your job that God gave you? I can only say that, brother, I see you when I see you. I see you. We'll get back together. It, when our cross paths you again. Because we will. Lot. You know, we, yeah. we, we, when we cross, we connect, we connect, we get into what we got to do, and we be true. We're going to do what we got to do, whatever right. else we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we don't be debating over that with each other. We encourage each other to continue. And when we see each other, we get back into it, you know? Right. And that's the way children of God are known for loving one another. Mm-hmm. And that's the, 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 the three episodes of, of love. Then that's episode six, which after episode five, was we talked about his word and that's what you've heard me talk about when i was talking in james it's mm-hmm. his word yeah. his word being you know the power of his word being spoken and you we know that that's in the book of john what we really talking about we right. started out in the book of john yeah and we spent the basics of how, that. how many how many times we <clears throat> we spent quite a bit time on his word, on word. <laughs> yeah we spent some time because i told you it was gonna be a hard thing to to get off his word till we got to the place where we we got to uh episode 11 i think was when we started talking about the message bible so and in the okay. word what it said in the word in the message bible maybe you might want to read that so that we can sort of give everybody a picture of that a little bit of that just a little bit of that chapter one um, john uh, in the message Bible, on the message and, uh, and and we said, you know, how it read because it was so, so powerful and so plain, so simple. <clears throat> okay, um, this is Saint John, mm-hmm. chapter one, uh, message, the message version, the life light. That's the title. The word was first. The word present to God. God present to the word, the word was God in readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through him. Nothing, not one thing came into being without him. What came into existence was life and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness. The darkness couldn't put it out. There once was a man, his name John, sent by God to point out the way to the life light. He came to show everyone where to look, who to believe in. John was not himself the light. He was there to show the way to the light. The life light was the real thing. Every person entering life, he brings into light. He was in the world. The world was there through him. And yet the world didn't even notice. He came to his own people, but they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was who he claimed and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God's selves. 
These are the God begotten, not blood begotten, not flesh begotten, not sex begotten. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one of a kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside out, true from start to finish. If you notice that's in the, in the, in the message Bible, it speaks of it even more plainer than just saying that it was Jesus. It spoke of it as man in the form of man and not just by the sex that our parents had to have us, but the very nature of the spirit in which we came from in the darkness of the womb of our parents. And that's what he's talking about is the birth, the birthing of us being coming sons of the begotten of the father and which the very essence of, of, of the podcast, my father and me. Mm-hmm. So that we'll know that he was the light that shined into the darkness that brought us all into the light. You know, that's what it, it was the path. We got into that and we, we got into that and the intenseness of it that, the word was flesh and dwell among us. And then we talked a lot and then continuously been discussing how important it is that we watch what we say, because mm-hmm. that is him we That's are him. using right. and abusing and misusing. Right. Because um. you can't get no more beautiful and no more powerful and more gracious than to let people have the word. Remember, go back to the beginning when, Christ, when, when, when Adam was made and God gave him, put him in the garden and he, he told him to name everything. Imagine that. That alone tells you he gave him the power of himself. Yeah. Yeah. To be himself on the earth. I want you to be you. And be and you be through me. me. Right. <laughs> and take the authority of using my sepulchre, my words as the power to describe and to manifest what you describe. Let what you say become the very definition of what appears. Mm -hmm. But in practice, (laughs) practice being like me. That's how we get so arrogant. Think we saw and think that we ourselves are God, <laughs> but it's not a thing that He doesn't intend for us to think, it's just that He don't intend for us to think it apart from Him. Our problem is we get into it and we start trying to separate ourselves from the love. Yeah, I mean, of God. I've heard it, I've heard it many times, I've definitely heard it many times. We are the God that we seek. You know, and, and, and I is and many of them are dangerously traveling that ground. Scientists mm-hmm. and, and doctors and stuff, and they they travel that ground so dangerously, as though they can be one of their own, and then they find themselves right. individual gods. What is that all about? Because we That's can surely not all power. Because we can also create with purpose mm-hmm. in mind. We create things for a purpose with a purpose, and then that creation works for us. So that's where that that mind comes from. We are the God that we 
seeks you create your your universe you create your own world i'm just saying this i'm not don't go out there and thinking you can create a universe um it's just that is the universe of your mind is well, what they're saying, really addressing I'm saying, I'm you create your that, own world i'm not saying for you that that's and not live what by actually it. happens but mm-hmm. i'm what i am saying is that apart from god is where the danger lies correct that's that's all it is that's all I'm trying that's to say. All to we're people. saying all I'm trying to keep you to, to hold too close to is to not let anything separate you from the love of God. Right. Don't let tribulation, don't let famine, don't let pestilence, don't let disease, don't let things present, the things to come. Don't let nothing separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Yeah. But that's where things fail. What you're talking about, the danger of it. Mm-hmm. Is where it fails when you're doing it separate from him. You can go about living your life exactly like that, mm-hmm. creating your own, doing your own, but the failure in that comes in, you're not alone. That's what I'm trying to share. That's it. You see it in real, it, you, you keep it keeps staring you in the face no matter so where you, you go. So, so what you keep do you doing, watch? right? What you keep doing is um not acknowledging that truth mm-hmm. and walking about this life as if you just hold your own. And that's why ultimately the mind of Christ in Philippians 2 says that you have to esteem others better than yourself. Right. Your mind don't go around making (laughs) reputation for yourself, but you you have the mind to understand that you love all and love one another and have the mind to love and the mind to do the right thing. And it takes it really takes a higher level of thinking and knowing and believing what you're settling for as uh just stated before what you're settling for when you choose to be your own god is a basic level of who god is and you're settling for that you're not trying to advance in a in an actual power that you have you're actually just moving forward in Actually, what the devil wants you to believe. Um, this is just where where evil starts and begins. That, that's what it really it's is. It's where evil starts and begins. He did that first foolish move, <laughs> right? That's 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 why we we use the, the devil and use that as an example because that's where it began with that that right. idea of 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 going separate from God, which is right. impossible. Even the devil knows better, but he. He's still trying with his. Then that percent. gives me another definition of evil. <laughs> that's, it gives me another another level of evil, evil now. Yeah, that's that's purest form. That's why he says it's sensual and devilish. Yeah. That's what you were talking about when I was talking about it in James. Mm-hmm. It's earthly, it's sensual, and it's devilish. Because see, through it, the the earth was created for the devil to kick them out of heaven to go. Yeah. To earth mm-hmm. and ultimately to hell in the earth. Not just on the earth, but in the earth. Not just the hell on earth, but the hell in the earth. The fire and brimstone, the the the, the re 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 refiring of, of new material, forming more earth, more 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 earthly right. characteristics, more earthly beings. Right. Because right. God is not going to waste anything. He uses and reuses everything. Well, that's what, um, just attaching that to the word, though, too, as well. You're expressing power. 
when you do that because there's power in your words. There's power that is going to come from that. You're going to manifest it, okay? Mm-hmm. But what it's not going to hold is the authority. So you're still relinquishing the authority of your power. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it can be used, manipulated, and turned into something in use for going against intent of purpose and creation. But let's not let's not go too far into the. I just I'm exploring in my no, mind no, as no, we're what actually I'm showing going them, through, so. What I'm showing the listeners is is <laughs> that that I know we can do this. We yeah. can do this. This is something that we do, and and this is what we're talking about when we say my father and me podcast. Mm-hmm. You have relationship with the father. And what, what Grace and I are doing, we may be talking to each other, she's talking to her father, but I'm talking to my father I'm in her. And God, she's talking yeah. to her father in me. You, y'all see, we have to see this. I want to picture what we, we, we're doing, what we call that that recap of everything, trying to, but we know that, that the beauty of about God, the more we talk about him and his goodness, the more we talk about all of the, things that he tends takes us through to learn, we will have a tendency to go down what we call as a human being a rabbit hole. Yeah. Of, of knowledge yeah. that yeah. may seem to veer off into some other thing. <laughs> and I was noticing we were talking some language that maybe some of them might be struggling with. That's why I was realizing that we need to yeah. keep it well because I want to <laughs> Well I got caught up in my thought. Because I'm, I am looking well, at the recap. It, that that's we're why, doing, why I'm was, going there, Grace. Because yeah. it's not a, really a thought as much as if you caught up in the spirit. Realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, it's a difference between the spirit realm and the earthly realm, and that's what you mm-hmm. were dealing with, and that's what I wanted to bring out. That's why I didn't want us to go no deeper until we made that clear to let them know. Because this takes us into the next episodes and mm-hmm. the recapping of that the power of his word and, and rightly dividing and, yeah, but no it all comes that. in the holy spirit because we've started to talk about the spirit well that was what that's covering too yeah, as far yeah. as the word mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. and his word are one because yeah, we yeah, defined yeah. it yeah, yeah. as knowing the power of, of it and that's what i was really looking at all the, the word of truth word which of is truth. what we're talking about mm-hmm. which is the word that comes from the spirit of truth which yeah. is the spirit the spirit. So we are recognizing that the words that we speak, they are spirit and they are life. That's what yes, you're talking about. All our spirit or death. Those words. And it produces. Yes. yes. Whatever it goes out to intend to do. That's why we need to be careful how we use words because mm-hmm. it will create what we very well speak it does. That's why I encourage people of God and people of this land to not speak so negative all the time about what we see people do. Speak what you would desire for them to do. When you hear someone say something about what's going on in your government or going on in our society, listen to it, hear what he's saying, but begin to speak that, yeah, you understand that's what we saw, but we won't to not continue to see that. So we have to speak what we want to see. Speak unto those things that are not as though they were, and then so shall they be. So we, people think that I've been accused of it a lot in my life because I speak about what I desire more than what actually always they see. Because that's the child of God syndrome. I walk by Mm -hmm. faith, not by sight. So I'm speaking what I know is possible. I'm speaking what I see the possibilities are. 
I'm speaking what I have also witnessed that happened for me. I want them to let that happen for them, but they got to come into that realm, into that atmosphere I'm living in to get there. You know, so I have to encourage them by speaking it. And they, and that's when they think that, well, you just all talk, no action. Well, let me tell you, there's nothing that is existing didn't start from the word. The word is God, the word is with God, and the word was God, and the word was made flesh. That's how it starts. Y'all may not want to believe it, but somebody started speaking all this negativity before it manifested. Somebody did. When, when I ain't it. the one. You ain't gonna put it all on me. <laughs> I spoke some, but it I down ain't it all. And meditated on it. Somebody did. <laughs> wrote it down, <laughs> meditated on it, and spoke it up. That's the same way they create <laughs> a lot of these old dumb, excuse me, Lord, crazy movies. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. If I say dumb, I don't know if I mean that, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. It's it's us. We creating what we we creating it. That's why I hold us all accountable. Not even exclude myself from it. That's why I'm doing my part to change it. I think the the thought behind that, and this is just me going off maybe in a tangent, but because you said it, the thought behind that is. Um, well, hey, I feel this way and I think this way, then it must be okay. And then I'm going to express it, however. And we don't take that as uh, anything that we need to address or filter through. We just gonna go ahead and put it out there and allow, <laughs> allow it to be filtered through everyone else's spirit and being. We don't ever, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I don't enjoy the art, of scary movies or you know things that make you think and wonder because I do enjoy it um it brings a certain level of understanding for me and what I must do in this world though but that's because that's how I take it I everyone else may take it as an example and try to actually implement it and do it in their own lives and not see it as we shouldn't be doing this and this is a warning no one I don't know there's some people out there that I can't, I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for myself, but I believe that's the thought process behind it because that's the thought process behind a lot of things that we go through emotionally and we feel. And so we just act on it and do it. I literally know and believe. It's a level of ignorance. So I guess you can say <laughs> stupid. I know <laughs> and believe the dangerous area it puts you in it, it is and then like you said you even when you i watch enjoy it, it right because you've been tempted by it yeah and that's the danger yeah. of it. that's I'm the danger about. of it right that's why I, and if i didn't grow how i grew up <laughs> then i would take it a different way <laughs> i would because i warned y'all of that i've always kept it on the table that's what you've been able to understand it but that's it helps you know what's going on around you is what I always told you. That, right. That's what I'm saying. When People I see stuff think like that, that, crazy stuff, and that's what I'm telling you, or it wouldn't right. be out there. That's the problem. I'm, and I have an issue with it. I'm sorry. Y'all can get upset with me on I that. I mean, you know, I have a real issue with the fact that we got to come up with stuff like that and think that we have to have that to entertain each other. We don't. We can entertain each other with 
nothing but pure thoughts. I think we can do it. I ain't think I know. Right. And I encourage us to do it. I encourage us to stop taking ourselves, weakening our senses, testing our senses to go into an area to become temperate to and, and allow it to be okay. Right. We need to get over that. Because all it's doing is preparing us for the end times. We don't want to hear this, but that's what it's doing. It's preparing us. It's desensitizing us for the end times. For those who want to be still here when the rapture comes. Hmm. When the rapture comes, I won't roll out. If I ain't already gone for then, I won't be gone. Now, I don't know what nobody else wants to do. I ain't trying to stay for the for the final tribulation. I want to be in the right place, right time, doing the right thing. We're not supposed to be. <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't inter- intend to be nowhere else. And I want to encourage you all that you get yourself lined up with what I'm talking about because I'm telling you that the mind and the heart that you allow yourself to get into is what's going to happen, make the difference. I encourage you, I encourage you, please, please get into the spirit of truth. Listen to the Holy Spirit and clear your mind, clear your heart. Mind the things of God. Mind the things of goodness and holiness and righteousness and truth. Say what you want to about me, brother. Because only then can you do, as we talked about in the next episodes and some of the final episodes, the fruits of the spirit. Can you produce fruits of the spirit? You know, that's what it meant in Psalms 1, where we was talking about, you know, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in it do he meditate day and night. What else it say? For he shall be what? Like a tree mm-hmm. planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit, his, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And if you want to do that, and that's what everybody claim they want, prosper. Everybody wants to be prosperous. And I mean in health and wealth, even as the soul prosper. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't want just no parts of prosperity. They want it all. And you need to be lying to me because I know that's what you have in your heart because that's the nature of man. That's it. To desire prosperity and not foolish prosperity, but righteous prosperity right. in the heart. We want fulfillment. Yeah, that's so what I'm that saying. The pro- <laughs> prosperity is, prosperity is, is going to get you. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's deeper than just money. You want and things. Yeah. You want to be happy with those money and things. Mm-hmm. That's why it says the first word on that chapter was what? Blessed. Blessed. That means happy is the man. Happy is the man that does these things. And that's what I'm saying. I don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. I don't stand in the way of a sinner. I don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Mm. My delight is in God's rules and laws and ways. His principles. His principles. Amen. Mm-hmm. Not just what one book may say or another, but what God says. 
his principles, his ways. That means it scripturally sound says it in 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 uh, the the four books of, of of the gospel. Jesus said, "If you understand the parable of the sower, you'll understand all the mysteries of the gospel." Mm-hmm. To me, you understand all the laws because God says. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. See, because God himself <laughs> sowed what he sown, he's reaping. What you just said is... is he's reaping this what he sowed. He sowed this what we have. Right. He sowed he all what we understand and what we don't even know yet. And he reaps every bit of it. And sowed it in love. And that's why we have... Um, this love that we feel and desire and mm. we shouldn't mishandle the love that we feel and desire for things. Mm-hmm. So when things come about in our mind, that's where we should question, is this coming from the love that I have deep inside that I want to express to others? That's why I really question those types of things mm. that are displayed on um, TV and through movies. It's like, what love did they have <laughs> to to want to express this? Mm-hmm. Or was it just from something that they had been through that they probably needed to work out? But I'm going to go. We, we don't have to go there. It's just, well, oh, this, this, this. we have that and then we feel that it should be put out. That's why I was saying, that's why you can't tell anybody that they wrong now. <laughs> You can't because they'll be like, no, I have a right to how I feel and how I express what I feel. Crazy. But we're looking at what we reap from song. it. But what are you trying to reap from it? That new song that Joker put out talking about, can't nobody tell me nothing. But what are we reaping from <laughs> nobody telling me nothing? We got to think about that part. Out of that Not just think about how it's pleasing to us for first thought that's what we're discussing oh we're creating our own peace and separate world and but what are we creating in essence when we put that type of stuff out there we're going to get back what we put exactly. out exactly do you really exactly. want to get this back <laughs> that's what we don't take the time to get we got to slow down and think about that <laughs> Whatever I put out there is what I'm gonna get back. That's how you start learning. Not how just to use the money that's gonna come. That's how with you start it. learning how to use his word wisely. Mm-hmm. You you don't start saying stuff just out of happenstance. You realize it begins in the words because the words that he give you are the seeds that he give you to sow. What did he give out? First thing he gave him, first job he gave him was what? To name his word. Everything. Yeah. Word. Spirit, spirit of that was the seed to sow. To, yeah, mm-hmm. that's your seeds to sow. That's the water to 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 fertilize to to to, to strengthen. That's how much words mean. It says it's, it's seeds and it's water coming out the same speaking. And that's why. We actually talked about that. That's why most fame and fortune, as a result of that, because of how it was obtained, the spirit of it comes back Mm -hmm. and how you sold it. 
how you so getting that hear it, but that's it how you so getting that and you're not happy you're not really prosperous you're successful in exactly what you planted <laughs> in the way you gotta, that you planted in the way that you planted that's what you really yeah. want to say yeah in the way see that's why i'm so in adamant and so in, incorrigible about that we need to plan it a certain way okay. it's a uh -huh. lot it we, is we a covered lot. a lot we it covered is. a lot we we talked about the fruits of the spirit in this as well as we after we talked about the spirit the holy spirit then we talked about the fruit of the spirit we talked about that the holy spirit is the spirit of truth and that's what we wanted everybody to get and then we talked about how the spirit of truth takes us to this place of becoming fruitful and multiplying ourselves. And the fruits of the spirit is in Galatians 5, 22, where he says, by which there is no law. In other words, he's not saying that there is no law that can deal with it. But if you got the fruits of the spirit, you don't need no law is what he's really saying to to govern you because you have learned to govern yourself to produce good fruit mm -hmm. you know and that's what god is really trying to give us the ability to govern ourselves not to where he becomes a dictator but he is lord and king and we if we apply what he's given us, then we can get our heart's desire. We can ask what we will and he'll give it to us. It's a beautiful thing. I encourage you, uh, people of God, I encourage the saints of God that you get to this. And and I think in our last, last things, we started talking about his kingdom, the kingdom of God. That was great. I, I I actually believe we're gonna go in even more into that when we come back. Um, yeah, because that's there. There's there's a lot of a bit. there's a lot of depth. Um, we really started on the surface just with one another, but we're talking about God, <laughs> the kingdom, kingdom of God, kingdom on earth as yeah, it is in heaven. As it is in heaven, we ain't and even got to the heaven part. About <laughs> That's what we're talking about when we are talking about mm -hmm. how we speak, how we transform, how we turn things around on this earth. We want to see the changes to happen on this earth. Then we're going to have to speak it into existence because the kingdom of God is, 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 is with men, mm -hmm. even in my mouth. That's it. So we got to speak it into existence. And that's what I've been sharing. And that's what we've been talking about these last few moments is that. And I encourage you to prepare yourselves for more in-depthness as we go into that further as God allows. Right. Because we are already in it. The conversation that we've been talking about is kingdom conversation. Right. What you were just stating just then is what I meant by um, people being so heavenly minded where we're just, oh, I got this and this, I'm going to make it to heaven and not really concerned about um, 
his will being done on earth. That's where it's going to happen. Mm. <laughs> that is where it's going to happen. Well, he is not lying. Is, our issue is we, we struggle with it, it happening on yeah. earth because we haven't yet to understand in earth first. Right. right. That means in our earthly bodies. Yes. See, we're going to get on a deal to get into that. And yeah. Some of the directions to get into that will be in the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter 2. Um, some of the other things we'll be able to help you get into it is in, I believe, Second Corinthians chapter 4. It talks about, you know, the, the kingdom of God. Right in us, earthen vessels. Mm -hmm. It talks about the spirit of God in us. If you got the spirit of God in you, then you got the kingdom of God in, in the earthen vessel. And it comes out right. in your mouth. That's why Jesus said the kingdom of God is nigh, is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. The kingdom of God is with men. The kingdom of God is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. That's why he says, when you pray, you pray on this wise, Heavenly Father. And that's why in that same chapter, chapter uh, six of the book of Matthew, talking about that prayer, mm -hmm. the basic prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that means... In some instances, he speaks of it, kingdom of God in earth. So on and in earth, not just on earth as we were supposed, but in the earthly body, because we have a treasure in the earthen vessels as chapter uh, four of Second Corinthians talks about. And that's why in verse 33 of chapter six of Matthew, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else, all the prosperities and everything else you want will be given. It, it's added. And you ain't got to look for it. It'll come. And I'm a witness to it because that's what I live my life by. I established my life on that very verse, that chapter. Didn't have to tell me twice. Jesus himself said it, and he didn't tell me twice. I, I, I jumped right on it. I sought first the kingdom of God and his righteousness because I wanted to have anything added, everything added. That's it. Because it talked about all the stuff that man struggles with in that chapter. Mm -hmm. Eating, yeah. living, yeah. sleeping, jobs, all kind of stuff that a man would be worried about. Yeah. And God said, take no thought for it. I want to be at peace. I don't want to be struggling right. and worrying and, right. and, and going through all the stuff that people go through. I chose not to. So because I chose not to, I chose that very chapter and that very scripture to live my life by. Mm -hmm. That was the law for me. And through that, I've grown to know all these other scriptures, right. you know, and his word and him personally. Because I sought first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And everything was truly added, including my relationship with him. 
That is not to say that he does not work people. So just making sure we put that out there. <laughs> That's not to say what now? That you don't work, that you don't have a job. It's oh, not saying that. I don't know. I don't know what even the point. Because I know that, you know, I've had three and four jobs you know, when we read certain <laughs> scriptures like that, I know I get, at least I do, accused of um, just it being, how can you have faith in those types of scriptures that tell you not to? And it's like, no, it didn't tell me not to work. <laughs> it just said to, to center my life in the lord <laughs> and all of these things will be added it didn't say that he's first off you got to know who god is in order for you to actually ground your life on that too because that's that's the purpose of that verse too getting to know him getting to know him it causes you to make him the center of your life but knowing him means that you have access to his thought process and his mind on how we were able to cultivate a life of work and have peace and no strife. All of those things are added, but joy is added. You should be joyous. I know a lot of people who are not joyous in their jobs (laughs) and not joyous and at peace in their lifestyle. See, if you seek him mm-hmm. first, then you're not going to take a job that does not emulate what he has for you. Exactly. You're going to do what job that works with you. It'll add to you. That's what he not reveals. Not that you won't that's have not, a job. That's not that you won't that have you're one. That you're supposed to have will add. But the one where he's going to use you in the fullness of which he's called you and purposed you. Because you're doing it for his kingdom and you're not doing it for your own glory, oh, exactly. your own purpose. That's it. You know, that's what the difference was with my life. Because I've done everything I did, I did it to the glory of God. Or to eat, drink, or whatever so a man do with that. So what Ecclesiastes said, let it do it to the glory of God. But you do that when you seek it first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Right. You're not going to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will get added if you're not doing truly that. That's why you hear me talk and I've been sharing with you all the listeners that I see God in everything. That means I sought first the kingdom of God. And I didn't just jump out there and get into it. I know. I know we well, just just the kingdom of God is is the it. That was the closing one. That was that was what I was doing mm-hmm. now. In the fact of how I lived my life, seeking God, seeking the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. Mm-hmm. And that meant his the right standings with God. I saw right standings with him. I didn't just do anything and act any old kind of way. I sought to be in right standings with God. Yeah. You know? That's what I wanted to encourage Mm -hmm. to his people, all people, his people. Um, That's why I said seek you first the kingdom and his righteousness and his righteousness righteousness. because some people can seek his kingdom and have all the other motives right see when you add his righteousness that means you're not only looking to get in his 
King, for your own but, right, right standing. But you're looking for the right standings of God, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to. Because you got your own righteousness. We too. want to be in unity of faith. Not just with one another, but with God also. <laughs> God is included. <laughs> so, so to me, that's that's key. I think if we Job and that's why I said I, I would encourage you to read those things I've shared with you, those three, four different books. Uh, and just get you a good study Bible, some type of study. Uh, yeah. Well, you got I actually you know, want to read. Internet t- probably tends to pull you to different scriptures that will cause you to go on, on a journey, and you'll be surprised what you'll learn. I say God is awesome. He He set this up. He didn't. He we didn't think we think we did, but mm-hmm. He put all the stuff in motion. Uh, I just wanted to. I was actually I was going to pray us out, <laughs> but then I was like, I actually do want to read Matthew six. Um, since you brought it up, mm-hmm. because it feels like the better way to end this season. Um, and to prepare our minds to focus on what we'll be discussing in the next season, because uh-huh. I know that this is where um, the basis of what we had started in 19. It's rich. 18, no 19. Question about it. <laughs> episodes 18 and 19. So just saying the Lord's Prayer. In which Jesus spoke. Oh, Jesus prayed. It, it was him speaking. Matthew chapter 6. It was him teaching him how to pray. Yeah. Right, teaching him how to pray. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 6, verse um, 9 is where it starts. <clears throat> After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.